10 to 5. The yoga of the king, the yoga of the spirit's freedom and greatness. This knowledge first he had of time-born men, admitted through a curtain of bright mind that hangs between our thought and absolute sight. He found the occult cave, the mystic door, near to the well of vision in the soul, and entered where the wings of glory brood in the sunlit space where all is forever known. Indifferent to doubt and to belief, avid of the naked reels a single shock, he showed the cord of mind that ties the earth hard and cast away the yoke of matter's law. The body's rules bound not the spirit's powers. When life had stopped its beats, death broke not in. He dared to live when breath and thought were still. Thus could he step into that magic place which few can even glimpse with a hurried glance, lifted for a moment from mind's levered works and the poverty of nature's earthly sight. All that the gods have learned is their self-known. They are in a hidden chamber, closed and mute, are kept the record graphs of the cosmic sky, and there the tables of the sacred law. There is the book of beings, index page. The text and glossary of the Vedic truth are there. The rhythms and meters of the stars, significant of the movements of our fate. The symbol powers of number and of form and the secret code of the history of the world and nature's correspondence with the soul are written in the mystic heart of life. In the glow of the spirit's room of memories he could recover the luminous marginal notes dotting with light, the crept ambiguous soul, rescue the preamble and the saving clause of the dark agreement by which all is ruled, that rises from material nature's sleep to clothe the everlasting in new shapes. He could read now and interpret anew its strangest symbol letters, scattered abstruse signs, resolved its oracle and its paradox, its riddling phrases and its blindfold terms, the deep oxymorons of its truth's repliques and recognized as a just necessity its hard conditions 
for the mighty work. Nature's impossible Herculean toil, only her warlock wisecraft could enforce its laws of opposition of the gods, its list of inseparable contraries. The dumb great mother in her cosmic trance, exploiting for creation's joy and pain, infinity's sanction to the birth of form, accepts indomitably to execute the will to know in an inconscient world, the will to live under a reign of death, the thirst for rapture in a heart of flesh, and works out through the appearance of a soul by a miraculous birth in plasm and gas, the mystery of God's covenant with the night. Once more was heard in this still cosmic mind the Eternal's promise to his laboring force, inducing the world passion to begin the cry of birth into mortality and the opening verse of the tragedy of time. Out of the depths the world's buried secret rose. He read the original ukase kept back in the locked archives of the spirit script and saw the signature and fiery seal of wisdom on the dim powers hooded work who builds in ignorance the steps of light. A sleeping deity opened deathless eyes. He saw the unshaped thought in soulless forms, new matter pregnant with spiritual sense, mind dared the study of the unknowable, life is gestation of the golden child. In the light, flooding thoughts blank vacancy, interpreting the universe by soul signs, he read from within the text of the without. The riddle grew plain and lost its catch obscure. A larger luster lit the mighty page, a purpose mingled with the whims of time. A meaning met the stumbling pace of chance, and fate revealed a chain of seeing will. A conscious wideness filled the old dumb space, in the void he saw throned the omniscience supreme. A will, a hope immense, now seized his heart. And to discern the superhuman's form, he raised his eyes to unseen spiritual heights, aspiring to bring down a greater world. The glory he had glimpsed must be his home. A brighter, heavenlier sun 
must soon illume this dark room with its dark internal stir. The infant soul in its small nursery school need objects meant for a lesson hardly learned, outgrow its early grammar of intellect and its imitation of earth nature's art, his earthly dialect to God language change in living symbols, study reality, and learn the logic of the infinite. The ideal must be nature's common truth, the body illumined with the indwelling God, the heart and mind feel one with all that is, a conscious soul living a conscious world. As through a mist a sovereign peak is seen, the greatness of the eternal spirit appeared, exiled in a fragmented universe, amid half-semblances of divine things. These now could serve no more his regal turn. The immortal sprite refused the doom to live, a miser of this scanty bargain made between our littleness and bounded hopes and the compassionate infinitudes. His height repelled the lowness of earth's state, a whiteness discontented with its frame, resiled from poor ascent to nature's terms, the harsh contract spurned and the diminished lease. Only beginnings are accomplished here. Our basis matter seems alone complete, an absolute machine without a soul. Or all seems a misfit of half ideas. Or we settle with the vice of earthly form, a hurried imperfect glimpse of heavenly things, guesses and travesties of celestial types. Here chaos sorts itself into a world, a brief formation drifting in the void, apings of knowledge, unfinished arcs of power, flamings of beauty into earthly shapes. Love's broken reflexes of unity swim, fragment mirrorings of a floating sun. A packed assemblies of crude tentative lives are pieced into a desolated whole. There is no perfect answer to our hopes. There are blind voiceless doors that have no key. Thought climbs in vain and brings the borrowed light. Cheated by counterfeits, sold to us in life's mart, our hearts clutch at a forfeited heavenly bliss. There is provender for the minds of satiety. There are thrills of the flesh, but not the soul's desire. Here even the highest rapture time can give is a mimicry of ungrasped beatitudes, a mutilated statue of ecstasy, 
a wounded happiness that cannot live, a brief felicity of mind or sense, thrown by the world power to her body's slave, or a simulacrum of enforced delight in the seraglios of ignorance. For all we have acquired soon loses worth, and all the disvalued credit in time's bank, imperfection's check drawn on the inconscient, and in consequence dogs every effort made, and chaos waits on every cosmos form. In each success a seed of failure lurks. He saw the doubtfulness of all things here, the incertitude of man's proud, confident thought, the transience of the achievements of his force, a thinking being in an unthinking world, an island in the sea of the unknown. He is a smallness trying to be great, an animal with some instincts of a god, his life a story too common to be told, his needs a number summing up to naught, his consciousness a torch lit to be quenched, his hope a star above a cradle and green. And yet a greater destiny may be his, for the eternal spirit is his truth. He can recreate himself and all around and fashion new the world in which he lives. He, ignorant, is the knower beyond time. He is the self about nature, about fate. His soul retired from all that he had done. Hushed was the futile din of human toil. Forsaken wheeled the circle of the days. In distance sank the crowded tramp of life. The silence was his sole companion left. Impassive he lived, immune from earthly hopes, a figure in the ineffable witness shrine, pacing the vast cathedral of his thoughts, under its arches dim with infinity, and heavenward brooding of invisible wings. A call was on him from intangible heights. Indifferent to the little outpost mind, he dwelt in the whiteness of the eternal rain. His being now exceeded thinkable space. His boundless thought was neighbor to cosmic sight. A universal light was in his eyes. A golden influx flowed through heart and brain. A force came down into his mortal limbs, a current from eternal seas of bliss. He felt the invasion and the nameless joy. Aware of his occult omnipotent source, allured by the omniscient ecstasy, a living center of the illimitable, widened to equate with the world's circumference, he turned to his immense spiritual fate. 
abandoned on a canvas of torn earth, a picture lost in far and fading streams, the earth nature's summits sank below his feet. He climbed to meet the infinite more above. The immobile source and silence saw him pass. An arrow leaping through eternity suddenly shot from the tense bow of time, a ray returning to its parent's son. Opponent of that glory of escape, the black inconscience swung its dragon tail, lashing a slumberous infinite by its force into the deep obscurities of form. Death lay beneath it like a gate of sleep. One pointed to the immaculate delight, questing for God as for a splendid prey. He mounted burning like a cone of fire. To a few is given that godlike rare release. One among many thousands never touched, engrossed in the external world's design, is a chosen by a secret witness eye and driven by a pointing hand of light across his soul's unmapped immensitudes, a pilgrim of the everlasting truth. Our measures cannot hold his measureless mind. He has turned from the voices of the narrow realm and left the little lane of human time. In the hushed precincts of a vaster plan, he treads the vestibules of the unseen, or listens, following a bodiless guide, to a lonely cry in boundless vacancy. All the deep cosmic murmur falling still, he lives in the hush before the world was born, his soul left naked to the timeless one, far from compulsion of created things, thought any shadowy idols disappear. The moulds of form and person are unknown. The ineffable whiteness knows him for its own. A lone forerunner of the Godward earth, among the symbols of yet unshaped things, watched by closed eyes, mute faces of the unborn, he journeys to meet the incommunicable, hearing the echo of his single steps in the eternal courts of solitude. A nameless marble fills the motionless hours. His spirit mingles with eternal heart and bears the silence of the infinite. In a divine retreat, from mortal thought, in a prodigious gesture of soul sight, his being towered into pathless heights, naked of his vesture of humanity. As thus it rose to meet him bare and pure, a strong descent leaped down, a might, a flame a beauty, 
half visible with deathless eyes, a violent ecstasy, a sweetness dire, enveloped him with its stupendous limbs and penetrated nerve and heart and brain that thrilled and fainted with the epiphany. His nature shuddered in the unknown's grasp, in a moment shorter than death, longer than time, by a power more ruthless than love, happier than heaven, taken sovereignly eternal arms, hailed and coerced by a stark absolute bliss in a whirlwind circuit of delight and force, hurried into unimaginable depths, upborne into immeasurable heights, it was torn out from its mortality and underwent a new and boneless change. An omniscient, knowing without sight or thought, an indecipherable omnipotence, a mystic form that could contain the worlds and yet make one human breast its passionate shrine, drew him out of his seeking loneliness into the magnitudes of God's embrace. As when a timeless eye annuls the hours, abolishing the agent and the act, so now his spirit shone out white, black, pure. His awakened mind became an empty slate on which the universal and soul could write. All that represses our fallen consciousness was taken from him like a forgotten load, a fire that seemed the body of a god, consumed the limiting figures of the past, and made large room for a new self to live. Eternity's content broke the moulds of sense. A greater force than the earthly held his lips. Huge workings bared his undiscovered sheets, strange energies wrought and screamed with tremendous hands, unwound the triple cord of mind, and freed the heavenly whiteness of a Godhead's gaze. As through a dress the wearer's shape is seen, they are reached through forms to the hidden absolute, a cosmic feeling and transcendent sight. Increased and heightened were the instruments. Illusion lost her aggrandizing lens. As from her failing hand the measures fell, atomic looked the things that loomed so large. The little ego's ring could join no more. In the enormous spaces of the self, the bodies now seemed only a wandering shell. His mind, the manifest code out at court of an imperishable inhabitant. His spirit breathed a superhuman air. The imprisoned deity rent its magic fence, as with a sound of thunder and of seas, vast barriers crashed around his huge escape. 
immutably coeval with the world, circle and end of every hope and toil, inexorably drawn around thought and act, the fixed immovable peripheries efface themselves beneath the incarnate strength. The dark element and the bottomless crypt, between which life and thought forever move, forbidden still to cross the dim, dread bounds, the guardian darkness, mute and formidable, empowered to circumscribe the wingless spirit in the boundaries of mind and ignorance, protecting no more a dual eternity, vanished, rescinding their enormous role. Once figure of creation's way in ellipse, the expanding zero lost its giant curve. The old adamantine vitos stood no more, overpowered were earth and nature's obsolete rule. The python coils of the restricting law could not restrain the swift terrorism god. Abolished were the scripts of destiny. There was no small death-hunted creature more, no fragile form of being to preserve from an all-swallowing immensity. The great hammer beats of a pent-up-world heart burst open the narrow dams that keep us safe against the forces of the universe. The soul and cosmos faced as equal powers, a boundless being in a measureless time invaded nature with the infinite. He saw unpathed, unwalled his titan scope. All was uncovered to his seedless eye. A secret nature, stripped of her defense, once in a dreaded half-light formidable, overtaken in her mighty privacy, lay bare to the burning splendor of his will. In shadowy chambers, lit by a strange sun, and opening hardly to heat mystic keys, half-perilous archings and hooded powers confess the advent of a mastering mind and bore the compulsion of a time-born gaze. Incalculable in their wizard modes, immediate and invincible in the act, her secret strengths, native to greater worlds, lifted above our needy limited scope the occult privilege of demigods and the sure power pattern of her cryptic signs, her diagrams of geometric force, her potencies of marble fraud design, coated employment by an earth-nursed might. A conscious nature's quick machinery, armed with the latent splendor of miracle, the prophet passion of a seeing mind, and the lightning bareness of a free soul force. 
all one's impossible deemed could now become a natural limb of possibility, a new domain of normalcy supreme. An almighty occultist erects in space this seeming outward world which tricks the sense. He weaves his hidden threads of consciousness. He builds bodies for his shapeless energy. Out of the unformed and vacant vast he has made his sorcery of solid images, his magic of formative number and design, the fixed irrational links none can annul, this criss-cross tangle of invisible laws. His infallible rules, his covered processes, achieve unerringly an inexplicable creation where our error carves dead frames of knowledge for a living ignorance. In our mysterious moods, divorced from the Maker's laws, she too as sovereignly creates her field, her will shaping the undetermined vast, making a finite of infinity. She too can make an order of her caprice, as if her rash superb wager to outvie the veiled creator's cosmic secrecies. The rapid footsteps of her fantasy, amid whose falls wonders like flowers rise, are surer than reason, defter than device and swifter than imagination's wings. All she knew fashions by the thought and word, compels all substance by her warned of mind. Mind is a mediator divinity. Its powers can undo all nature's work. Mind can suspend or change earth's concrete law. A franchise from earth habits a drowsy seal, the laden grip of matter it can break. Indifferent to the angry stare of death, it can immortalize a moment's work. A simple fiat of its thinking force, the casual pressure of its slight ascent can liberate the energy dumb and pent within its chambers of mysterious trance. It makes the body sleep a puissant arm, holds still the breath, the beatings of the heart, while the unseen is found, the impossible done, communicates without means the unspoken thought. It moves events by its bare, silent will, acts at a distance without hands or feet. This giant ignorance, this dwarfish life, it can illumine with a prophet's sight, 
invoke the Bacchic rapture, the furious goat, in our body arouse the demon or the god, call in the omniscient and omnipotent, awake a forgotten almightiness within. In his own plane, a shining emperor, even in this rigid realm, mind can be king. The logic of its demigod idea in the leap of a transitional moment brings surprises of creation never achieved even by matter's strange unconscious skill. All's miracle here and can by miracle change. This is that secret nature's edge of might. On the margin of great immaterial planes, in kingdoms of an untrammeled glory of force, where mind is master of the life and form, and soul fulfills its thoughts by its own power, she meditates upon mighty words and looks on the unseen links that join the parted spheres. Thence to the initiate who observes her laws, she brings the light of her mysterious realms. Here where he stands, his feet on a prostrate world, his mind no more cast into matter's mold, over their bounds in spurts of splendid strength, she carries their magician processes and the formulas of the stupendous speech till heaven and hell become pervious to her and the universe the slave of mortal will. A mediatrix with veiled and nameless gods whose alien will touches our life, imitating the world magician's ways, she invents for a self-bound free will its groups and feigns for magic's freaks a binding cause. All worlds she makes the partners of her deeds, accomplices of her mighty violence, her daring leaps into the impossible. From every source she has taken her cunning means, she draws from the free love marriage of the plains, elements of her creation stood the force, a wonder weft of knowledge incalculable, a compendium of divine inventions feeds, she has combined to make the unreal true, or liberate suppressed reality. In her unhedged Circean wonderland, Pell-mell she shepherds her occult mightinesses, her mnemonics of the craft of the infinite, jets of the screened subliminal caprice, drags of the grammary of inconscience, freedom of a sovereign truth without a law, thoughts that were born in the immortal's world, oracles that break out from behind the shrine, warnings from the demonic inner voice and peeps and lightning leaps of prophecy, 
and intimations to the inner ear, abrupt interventions stop and absolute, and the superconscious unaccountable acts have woven our balanced wave of miracles and the weird technique of a tremendous heart. This bizarre kingdom passed into his charge. As one resisting more, the more she loves, her great possessions and her power and law she gave, compelled with a reluctant joy. Herself she gave for rapture and for use, absorbed from aberrations in deep waves, the ends she recovered, for which she was made. She turned against the evil she had helped, her engine rock, her invisible means to slay, her dangerous moves and arbitrary force. She surrendered to the service of the soul and the control of his spiritual will. A great as a despot, tamed a despot, Assailed, surprised in the fortress of a self, conquered by her own unexpected king, fulfilled and ransomed by her servitude, she yielded in a vanquished ecstasy her sealed, hieratic wisdom, forced from her fragments of the mystery of omnipotence. A border sovereign is the occult force. A threshold guardian of the earth scenes beyond. She has canalized the outbreaks of the gods and cut through the vistas of intuitive sight a long road of shimmering discoveries. The worlds of a marvelous unknown were near. Behind her, an ineffable presence stood. Her reign received their mystic influences. Their lion forces couched beneath her feet. The future sleeps unknown behind their doors. Abysms infernal gaped around the soul's steps and called to its mounting vision Peaks divine, an endless climb, an adventure of the idea. They are tirelessly tempted, the explorer mind, and countless voices visited the charmed year. A million figures passed and were seen no more. This was a forefront of God's thousandfold house. Beginnings of the half-screened invisible. A magic porch of entry glimmering, quivered in a penumbra of screened light, a court of the mystical traffic of the worlds, a balcony, a miraculous facade. Above her lightened high immensities, all the unknown looked out from boundlessness. It lodged upon an edge of hourless time, gazing out of some everlasting now, 
its shadows gleaming with the birth of gods, its bodies signaling the bodiless, its foreheads glowing a dover's soul, its forms projected from the unknowable, its eyes dreaming of the ineffable, its faces staring into eternity. Life in him learned its huge subconscious fear. The little fronts unlocked to the unseen vast. Her gulfs stood new. Her far transcendences flamed in transparencies of crowded light. A giant order was discovered here, of which the tesser, an extended fringe, are the scant stuff of our material lives. This overt universe, whose figures hide the secrets merged in superconscient light, wrote clear the letters of its glowing code. A map of subtle signs surpassing thought was hung upon a wall of inmost mind. Illumining the world's concrete images into significant symbols by its gloss, it offered to the intuitive exegete its reflex of the eternal mystery. Ascending and descending to its life's poles, the serried kingdoms of the graded law, plunged from the everlasting into time, then, glad of a glory of multitudinous mind, and rich with life's adventure and delight, and packed with the beauty of matter's shapes and hues, climbed back from time into undying self. Up a golden ladder carrying the soul, tying with diamond threads the spirit's extremes. In this drop from consciousness to consciousness, each leaned on the occult inconscience power. The fountain of its needed ignorance, arch mason of the limits, by which it lives. In this soul from consciousness to consciousness, each lifted tops to that from which it came, origin of all that it had ever been, and home of all that it could still become. An organ scale of the eternal acts, mounting to their climax in an endless calm, Faces of the many visaged wonderful, predestined stadia of the evolving way, measures of the stature of the growing soul, the interpreted existence to itself, and mediating twixt the heights and deeps, united the veiled married opposites and linked creation to the ineffable. A last high world was seen, where all worlds meet. In its summit gleam, where night is not, nor sleep, the light began of the Trinity Supreme.
all their discover what it seeks for here it freed the finite into boundlessness and rose into its own eternities the inconscient found its heart of consciousness the idea and feeling groping in ignorance at last clutched passionately the body of truth the music born in matter's silences plucked and nude out of the ineffable's fathomlessness the meaning it had held but could not voice the perfect rhythm now only sometimes dreamed an answer brought to the torn earth's hunger needs rending the night that it concealed the unknown giving to her her lost forgotten soul a grand solution closed the long impasse in which the heights of mortal effort end a reconciling wisdom looked on life it took the striving under tones of mind and took the confused refrain of human hopes and made of them a sweet and happy call it lifted from an underground of pain the inarticulate murmur of our lives and found for it a sense illimitable a mighty oneness its perpetual theme it caught the soul's faint scattered utterances read hardly twixt our lines of rigid thought or meet this drowse and coma on matter's breast heard like disjointed mutterings in sleep it grouped the golden links that they had lost and showed to them their divine unity saving from the error of divided self the deep spiritual cry in all that is all the great words that toil to express the one were lifted into an absoluteness of light an ever burning revelation's fire and the immortality of the eternal voice there was no quarrel more of truth with truth the endless chapter of their differences retold in light by an omniscient cry travel through difference towards unity minds winding search lost every tinge of doubt led to its end by an all-seeing speech that garbed the initial and original thought with the finality of an ultimate phrase united were time's creative mood and tense to the style and syntax of identity a pian swell from the lost musing deeps and anthem pealed to the triune ecstasies a cry of the moments of the immortals bliss as if the trophies of a cosmic old a hierarchy of climbing harmonies people with the voices and with visages aspired in a crescendo of the gods 
from matters, abysses, to this wilt's peaks. Eva, where the mortals change the seats, white chambers of dalliance with eternity, and the stupendous gates of the alone. Across the unfolding of the seas of self appeared the deathless countries of the One, a many miracles of consciousness unrolled, vast aim and process and unfettered norm, a larger nature's great familiar robes, enfranchised from the net of earthly sense, calm continents of potency were glimpsed, homelands of beauty shut to human eyes, half seen at first through wonders gleaming leads, surprised the vision with felicity. Sun bells of knowledge, moon bells of delight, stretched out in an ecstasy of whitenesses beyond our indigent corporeal range. There he could enter, there a while abide, a voyager upon uncertain roofs, fronting the viewless danger of the unknown, adventuring across enormous realms, he broke into another space and time.